So today I want to talk to you guys about why the public school system does not teach people to become wealth builders. Why is wealth, particularly black wealth, not taught in the public school system? Well, I have a theory on that. So I'm going to break some of that down for you. Uh, it's not going to take long and we're going to uh, have a good conversation real quick. So uh, buckle up your seatbelt, get comfortable. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, under one condition. The condition is that you must be black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we believe in ourselves. Black first means we know that we can do for self. There's nothing wrong with that. If you agree with the philosophy, put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. Hello, Terrence and Tony and Darlin and Tierra and Priscilla. <clears throat> All right, I'm not going to be here long. Um, I'm actually getting ready for stock market investing class, which we're going to do uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern today. So if you'd like to join, feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. Just click the link for the class. You can do a free trial. Check it out. See if you like it. Here's the deal. I was thinking about this, right? I don't know why I think about these things when I wake up in the morning, but this is on my mind. And I was asking myself, I, I said, you know, I, and I've always known this to be true. But I, I really sort of have been working on a unified theory in my head in terms of why things happen the way that they do. I like to understand the world and how things work and all that good stuff. And I was thinking about it and I said, isn't it interesting that when you talk about wealth gaps, when you talk about economic intelligence, when you talk about uh, financial literacy challenges that exist in our society, a lot of that's easily solvable. Like the same way they can make sure, you know, 80 million, 100 million, 200 million people get the jab. Well, they can make sure that 100 million people get uh, protected against economic ignorance, right? They can make sure that a couple hundred million young people uh, get protected from the devastation of bad economic decisions. Give me a yes in the chat if you get what I'm saying, right? So so they protect you from the things they want to protect you from, but then don't protect you from the things they don't want you to want to protect you from. Or better yet, the system is designed to do what the system does. Give me a yes in the chat if you know what I'm saying. The system, we know the system doesn't care a whole lot about you. The system cares about itself. That's what the system cares about. So uh, while, you know, jabs are profitable. It's profitable for them to give you a jab. It's not so profitable for them to teach you how to build wealth and to protect yourself economically. That's just what I'm seeing here. So let me kind of break some of this down for you real quick. Um, I'm not going to take a long time. I got a lot of stuff going on today, but I wanted to take a moment and share this and do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe, all that good stuff if you could. And also, uh, if you become a patron on the channel at intelligentblackpeople.com, I will give you stock picks every week. I will list stock picks every week uh, for everybody who subscribes to the channel. So go to intelligentblackpeople.com. You're helping us build black media and you're helping yourself build wealth uh, because I research stocks all the time and I, I will share the stocks that I find uh, as, a, as a benefit to you, as just kind of as a thank you. All right. So uh, here's, here's the deal. Let's um, think about this, right? Here's the thing about capitalism. Capitalism is an interesting system. Uh, when people say, is capitalism evil or is it good? I say, well, you know, it's neither one really. It's just, it's just the thing. It's just powerful. It's just there. It just cares about itself. It's greedy. That's it. Right. And, uh, and, and so, so the thing about capitalism though, is that capitalism is kind of driven by people who own the capital and because they control certain kinds of capital, they're able to extract capital from other people. And from other you know, people, the group, less powerful people. So if you go back, say, a thousand years in, in feudal Europe, 
you saw a scenario where the top 10% pretty much got the other 90% to do all the work so that they could get all the benefits, right? Uh, and, and, and in America, you have the same thing. In America, most of the taxes are not paid by wealthy people. They, they get to write everything off. The taxes are paid by working class people. That's why when you get your W-2 and you get your paycheck, you're going to pay more in taxes than a business owner. You're going to pay more than a lot of investors. You're going to pay more than even some of the billionaires. There are billionaires out there that they're literally in the year with a zero tax bill, but they're flying in a private jet, but they didn't get taxed at all because according to the government's rules, they didn't make any money, which is crazy. If you didn't make any money, how are you flying a private jet? Well, that's a whole nother conversation. But here's the deal. Um, when you think about this system, what I see is, uh, you know, you can call it exploitation if you want, but here's what is going on. Here are the drivers of wealth in America. America's the richest country on earth. How did they become the richest country on earth? Well, uh, one thing that drives the economy and drives economic growth is consumption, you know, buying things, people consuming, consuming, consuming. America has the highest uh, rate of consumption of almost any country on the planet. Pay attention now. Right now, we're in the middle of an inflationary period. Give me a yes or no if you've been following the whole conversation about inflation, how inflation's out of control and everything else. Well, inflation is interesting because it's driven by supply and demand. On one hand, you have supply chain bottlenecks that are disrupting uh, the supply of of, of goods and commodities, and that's going to cause some inflation, right? But then you have exorbitant demand that is going up. So it's it's like being in a cafeteria where you've got two things happening. One, the kitchen can't make the food as fast as they normally can. And two, the little fat kids are super hungry. They want to eat. They they all they want double plates. They don't want a regular plate. They want they want seconds. They want thirds, right? So America is like the fat, hungry little kids in terms of consumption. Japan has the same supply chain issues as America. Japan has the same bottlenecks as America. So Japan has the same supply side issues as America. But why is it that America has a ton of inflation, Japan does not. Pay attention. Tell me if you're following what I'm saying. Japan does not have an inflation problem for the most part. Last time I checked, they have a deflation problem, actually. Their prices are going down. They can't stop them from going down, right? So so, so why is that? Well, it's because Americans consume their butts off. Where does that come from? This training. You're trained as a child very early. You're trained through media very early. You get most of your education through media. That's why they, they you know, certain things in hip hop music and and uh, what you see on TV, what you know, the added, the things you Im- imitate, right? This all shapes your culture. This all shapes your choices, right? This is shapes shapes your views of money, things like that. So Americans are trained to be heavy consumers, which drives the economy, which makes rich people richer. This a lot of this starts in the public school system. Uh, there's nothing in there in the school system that teaches you financial responsibility and wants versus needs and being careful with your money and, and don't overspend because it doesn't benefit the economy when you don't overspend. They need you spending so they can keep their economy moving strong. Uh, number two, uh, in school, you're trained to be a worker. They cannot train everybody to want to own a business. Right now, their biggest problem that they're having right nationally is that nobody wants to go to work. They have the great resignation happening, and they're like, crap, what are we going to do? We can't run our businesses because nobody wants to work anymore. Holy crap, we're in trouble. All these people that we spent all these years brainwashing in school to teach them to grow up, go go in debt, and then go, go get a job, 
all that that training is gone now. People have actually found out that you don't actually have to go to work every day. Now, when I created the Black Wolf Bootcamp in 2015, I was saying that all the time. People thought I was crazy. Like, what do you mean you ain't got to go to work? What do you mean quit your job? No, no. Now everybody's like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. Right? I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you. I've been staying. I've been working from home for 20 years. It's great. Right. So ultimately, they need their workers. They need their workers. They The school system ain't going to teach you how to go out and be the captain of industry. The, the, the school system is not going to show you how to be economically independent. They want you to be economically dependent because it is a it is a horse and jockey system. The jockey can't win a race without the horse. You the damn horse. When you're going through the system, you're the horse. They need their horses strong. Just like, just like on a farmer's ranch, when they breed the horses to, so they can ride them or whatever and get from point A to point B, somebody got to do it, right? Well, that's you. If you're in the public school system and you're going along with the brainwash, then that's what that's what they want you to be. Uh, the third piece of it is um, in, in an economy where where the capitalists, those who control capital, uh, you know, particularly uh, financial assets, stocks, bonds, real estate, they need things like renters. They need, they need people. They don't want everybody to try to become a homeowner. They don't need everybody trying to get rental property. They need renters who will pay them rent to use their property. And then when you're paying rent to the to the landlord, you're, he's using your rent money to pay his mortgage, right? And, and, and I know several friends where they have a property where the person paying the rent pays 20, 30, 40% more each month in rent than the cost of the mortgage. So the renter is literally buying the house for the owner of the house. Well, what's the difference between uh, the renter and the owner? Is it their capacity to pay? No. If you can pay rent, you can pay a mortgage. If you can pay rent, you can pay a mortgage. We know this, right? Give me a yes in the chat if you're following what I'm saying, right? What's the difference then? Well, it's access to capital. It's access to capital. So basically those who control capital end up driving the system and those who don't have access to capital or don't, don't, who don't have capital are the ones who are going to be uh, kind of the mules that kind of drag the system along. The third thing, uh, or the not third thing, but the next piece of this is uh, it's connected to consumer spending. But debt is a big part of what drives consumer spending. So you're watching, you know, you're looking on social media, you're seeing your friends flexing on the gram. You're watching Love and Hip Hop and you're seeing your favorite rapper, you know, talking about their new Gucci belt and their new Louis Vuitton. And so you go in debt. They give you credit cards. So you go in debt into bad debt in order to pay for these things. Uh, And so and then also student loan debt. Right. All these different kinds of debt that you go into that don't necessarily benefit you. They kind of keep you sand trapped. Right. It locks you in to uh, to a working class scenario. It locks you into a sharecropping kind of scenario. Right. In a way, I compared it to. Uh, so when you ever hear guys joke, I, I, I mentioned this the other day, I'll, I'll mention it again. When guys joke about getting, you know, girl getting pregnant to trap them like, oh, man, she got she got pregnant so she could trap me with that baby. Well, that's what they do. They get you financially pregnant. They get you financially pregnant with debt because a person who's enslaved by debt doesn't really have the ability to go out and make much of any kind of move. They don't have the ability to break away from the system and become independent. So they in, they they impregnate you with the debt. So that now you're trapped, you're locked in, right? Or they infect you with the debt, right? So now that you're infected, <clears throat> you're you're leaning on the system for survival the same way they got you leaning on big pharma to deal with uh, with with these viruses or whatever, right? So ultimately, uh, you know, being aware of these things is extremely important. This is going to have to come from the family because the school system is never really going to do this because they can't have, you know, 100 million people all trying to become business owners 
and investors and avoiding debt and making financial intelligent responsible decisions because that would undermine the ability of wealthy people to really get ahead. Um, the last thing I would throw in here is this: uh, when you talk about when you talk about wealth, uh, and again, I'm an expert on wealth. You guys know what I do. This is my this is my research area. The reality of wealth is that is that typically the things that define a wealthy family versus a non-wealthy family come down to um, having a capital base, having some capital you can use uh, that allows you to to participate in the system in an effective way, in a way that benefits you. Uh, It comes down to uh, knowledge and culture. Knowledge and culture, right? So knowledge, how do do how does this whole thing work? How does this what does it mean to be a renter versus an owner? How do I how do I how do I become the the man the, the owner of the business versus the employee? What do I need to do in order to uh, become an investor? Right. So knowledge, but knowledge is also shaped by culture because culture shapes your value system, right? So uh, the educational system uh, gives you part of your value system. So if they get you to value a good job over economic independence, then they're going to win. Right. If they get you to value how much money you make on your paycheck versus how much wealth you actually have, well, then then they win. Right. Because I, I know a lot of people who went to Harvard University went a quarter million dollars in debt and their net worth is negative, but they're defined as a successful person because they have a good job making good money. Give me an amen if you know what I'm talking about. There are people out there like that. They literally have I'm not making fun of you if you're in this category. You were trained to do that. You were trained to think this way, but they literally will have a negative net worth. And but consider themselves to be financially successful. Uh, and I'm not saying you're a failure. I'm just saying, well, what, what is your criteria? Oh, I get it. It is your status and your income. You have a degree, which makes you feel important. You have a, a special job where they gave you a fancy title, which makes you feel even more important. And then you have maybe a high income, which makes you feel like you're moving forward when the truth is that you're swimming underwater. So ultimately, uh, you know, if you want to break away from all this and you want to kind of not let this system do this to you, the, what you got to do is you got to educate your own kids. You got to make sure your kids understand a lot of this stuff is BS. Systematic, uh, systematic frameworks tend to produce systematic outcomes. If you want something unique and special and different, well, that's that's got to be custom made, right? A tailor made education, particularly those for uh, black children has to be something that comes from the black community uh, so that our community can kind of separate from all this. Black people who get systematized become, um, what's the word? Uh, not incarcerated, but, uh, or indoctrinated. But, uh, but, but to some extent, you're just kind of, you become almost like a product off an assembly line. And, uh, and I encourage you not to let yourselves or your children get caught up into that because the assembly line of capitalism is not designed to produce a bunch of Bill Gates and Elon Musk's. Elon Musk <clears throat> did not come off the assembly line. Somebody gave him a specialized education and a specialized way of viewing the world. And that's why Elon Musk has all that money and all that success institutionalized. Thank you very much, Sadiq. That's the word I was looking for. Maybe because it's early in the morning, I couldn't find my words. I don't know. But anyway, I got to get back to uh, get ready for class. And so if you want to join us for stock market investing class, feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. And uh, also, if you want to support the channel and get some free stock picks on a regular basis, we'd love to have your support as a patron, uh, intelligentblackpeople.com. Because as you know, I'm repping for the intelligent black people. You got a whole lot of people out here repping ignorance. 
We ain't repping ignorance up in here. We're repping intelligence. Ain't nothing wrong with being intelligence. It is okay to be smart. So stop letting people make you think that you got to be ignorant to fit in. That ain't that ain't being black. I don't know what that is, but that ain't being black. So God bless you guys. Have a good day. It was great talking to you. Love you. And I see you, Montez, in Owensboro, Kentucky. I know Owensboro very well. Take care, guys. Love you. Peace. 